0: Say, identity theft is not a joke, yet. Hey, millions of families suffer every year. <laughs> uh, how you doing, Green? I'm
1: doing fantastic. We're uh, making do. Music on my end here. I think I saw the music going. Uh, but I'm doing fantastic. We're all making do. Uh, I mean, uh, if you guys have not heard, there was a big storm that rolled through Iowa. Um, Danny of course is one of the people that was Affected with it thank god he didn't have a whole lot Of damage or any issues with that He could have been off much Worse there are a lot of people who are You know suffering hard from that right now Um, If you guys are out of state and you have not Heard about it it's a massive issue Um, A massive storm rolled through um, Leveled one third of the crops Of uh, uh, Iowa uh, Destroyed several cities like Massive power outages. uh, They're still saying like at least 45,000 people are still without power and it's yeah been over a week. It's eight days now.
0: So insane. Yeah, so the storm happened Monday last Monday afternoon. Um it's called a Duraco racho something to that effect. Uh they clocked a hundred and ten mile an hour winds five miles from where I live. Um that's uh hurricane one or two force winds. Um which in is in an area we're not actually used to or equipped to handle that kind of damage. Um, majority of my, of my metropolitan area has been without power for about eight days. Um, thankfully I'm only, uh, really suffering from without power or without internet. Uh, I had power back sometime between Tuesday and, um, Tuesday and Thursday night. Um, I don't know exactly when I got power back because I fled up to my dad's house so I can continue working Um, being an essential business. We needed to continue trying to provide information for people uh, because we are at a radio station, which uh, by the way, I am not at home. If you're wondering how this is uh, working out, uh, I am uh, doing this from my office at work. So yeah uh so that's for all the people who didn't follow me on uh twitter to get all that information um and there's lots of great causes you guys can uh donate to to help out the people of uh, des moines and cedar rapids iowa um so people can you know help relocate get food and stuff like that
1: Iowa Um, giving crew is a big one
0: yeah just to name um name one yeah, Iowa Giving Crew. Um, I'm gonna butcher this, but the like Christine McGowley uh organization, they're actually um housing some people who lost their there was an apartment complex that got condemned. Um that uh is that is basically crumbling apart, uh that they're sheltering those people. So lots of uh, mer- the Iowa Red Cross, all sorts of good good, good organizations. Holy cow, I can't talk. Sorry. Um <laughs> well i swear we're professionals
1: we are yeah yeah but we also uh kind of dragged that out just a little bit rev how you doing dude
2: oh fuck i'm doing fine i didn't get my shit destroyed by a storm i'd i'm sitting here trying to figure out ways to give back i'm 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 heartbroken to see what you guys have gone through i've been seeing like all of the all the video footage and everything and the fact that it's not getting any, you know, any kind of coverage or anything like that is, I, I mean, it's it's kind of criminal. You know, if, if this were like a hurricane or, you know, a massive tornado that leveled, it, because nobody has ever even heard of one of these things, nobody's doing anything about it. Nobody's covering it. And it's absolutely asinine. It needs to be it needs to be covered and people need to be helping.
1: Yeah, fortunately, yeah. I got super lucky because uh, I'm I was like just north of the storm. So like the only thing that really affected me was the my Internet was down for two days, which I mean, I'm thankful for. But however, like I, I feel major sympathy for the people who have lost a lot more than that. So.
0: Yeah, yeah, the I'm so my office has a different ISP than um what I have at home, even though I'm only a mile away from my office Uh. And so trying to figure out like why I don't have internet has been, has been kind of fun. But again, I have a place to cook and clean and stay cool and charge my devices. So I'm in, there's no major damage to my, to my apartment. And clearly, Um, so so I'm working out. Yes, I am very ripped. Yes. Um,
2: and oddly miscolored.
0: (laughs) It's hand, everything, but the face. Yeah. Yeah, exactly. Um, so yeah, I mean, you want me to kind of take it from here, and I can yes lead us through I, the rest
1: of this. Yeah, I failed the intro miserably. So <laughs> you right. Like, okay, so is Danny? uh. I'm in Danny.
0: <laughs> so if you guys missed any part of the show tonight, you guys can find it's on YouTube, Spotify, Apple, and Google Podcasts, and everywhere podcasts are found. If you're watching us live or on YouTube, feel free to answer in the chat or comment section. Um, and you can tweet me with your answer to this week's question of the week. And this week's question of the week is, what is a back-to-school tip you can share for your uh, for kids and adults who are going back to classes? Uh, last week, our question was, who is your favorite childhood cartoon? Or what is your favorite childhood cartoon? And uh, the answer that we got that I'm going to talk about here is from Elliot Hildebrand. Uh, shout out to Elliot. He also does a podcast with his wife uh, called Tessa and Elliot Argue. Um, and he said, quote, I would say DuckTales was my go-to show when I was younger and the Batman cartoon when I was older. So, um, yeah, again, answer this question, uh, this week's question of the week, and we will talk about your answer on the show again. This week's question is, um, what are some back to school tips that you can share for kids and adults going back to classes? And we will actually share some of our thoughts at the end, or kind of towards the end of the show. But first, we have uh, some reviews and some uh, other discussions that we should have, uh, starting with Kill It With Fire. Hey, I played that game.
2: Yeah, you played that game. (laughs) Tell us about that game. I played that game. All right, so Kill It With Fire is... uh, It it, it was a uh, project developed by by a specific individual. Cannot think of his name uh, off the top of my head right now. But it was, of course published by tiny build a lot of you know i have a uh, somewhat special relationship with tiny build as a member of their press list um and so full disclosure i was provided with this key um to play it and it was the most ridiculous fun okay so i I have a tendency to kind of like always have something nice to say about the games i play but this one was an absolute blast all right so the basis of this game is you play an exterminator and this exterminator is tasked with killing spiders. Now, as you progress through the game, there become different kinds of spiders. There's radioactive spiders, zombie spiders, jumping spiders, queen spiders, etc., cetera, etc., cetera. and you find different ways to kill them, most of which revolve around fire. Um, you can get flamethrowers, RPGs, uh C4, personal favorite. And um there's this there's this wild twist at the end. But, you know, it's one of those games that's super silly obviously in the premise. Um but with the massive twist, I assume there's DLC coming. I'm excited. Uh, but all in all, it was an absolute blast of a game and I must recommend it. Um, there, there's not like a whole lot to talk about in line of, you know, like how deep it was or anything. Cause it's, it is, it's just one of those like goofy fun kind of like time killer type games. Um, you can go back and play through it there. There's like unlockables and stuff that you have to, if you hundred percent a level, you get to do this thing called the Arachno gauntlet where this, uh, banger music starts playing and then out of nowhere just spider you have like a specific way you have to kill a certain amount of spiders in a certain amount of time and if you do you get the arachno gauntlet completed and you actually need to rack these things up to unlock the big secret at the end of the game so there is like a replayability because i played through it all the way and then had to go back and try to get all of those arachno gauntlets but um yeah it's a, it's, it's one of those games that doesn't require a whole lot to uh to run it's not a difficult you know chunky game it you could run it on a potato just like most other you know indie titles that i play but it it is a blast as of right now i think it's on sale 10% off down from the original 15 dollars down to 13.49 if i believe uh on the steam store and i must 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 recommend it if you want to have just a silly goofy time
0: Yeah. So I actually looked it up here, um, on steam, the minimum requirements is windows seven 64 bit, uh, 2.4 gigahertz, uh, dual core, dual core processor, uh, four gigabytes of Ram graphics, uh, is a GTX seven sixty or equivalent, uh, two gigs of space on your hard drive. They also said there's a spider under your pillow.
2: Um, most likely true. I actually found one. Um, I was putting my daughter down for a nap today and sure enough, a little b spider crawled out. um, Needless to say, her bedroom is currently off limits. Um, <laughs> we it, we used all of our fire extinguisher, but it is what it, uh, you don't emulate what you play in real life. It doesn't work that way. I'm in trouble.
0: It is uh, currently
2: 1350 on Steam as well. That's what I thought. I thought I remembered seeing it was 10 percent off. Um, I would say it's definitely worth that price, because from what I understand, there's going to be some DLC coming later. That's actually um, it's either going to be really inexpensive or free. Um because $15 for like a four hour playthrough is kind of a little expensive, yeah. especially if that, I mean, if that gets you like the hundred percent, you need to unlock the special twist ending. Um, so I'm not entirely sure if it's going to be cheap or free, but I know it's supposed to be one of the two whenever it comes out.
0: Yeah. Um I have seen some some stuff on this game. Uh, specifically, I saw Blue Drake Forty Two play it on his channel. Um, I hadn't really seen much else in it. I didn't know how far it was in development, so it's actually really nice to see that it got a release and it looks very well done. I like the aesthetics. It looks incredibly fun.
2: Oh, it is. Yeah, it's like it's, it's, it's just absurd
0: fight. and silly and looks like a blast. In some, in sometimes it looks like a blast, literally. Right,
2: yeah, and it's it's really funny to see them take like a you know essentially like a meme, you know the whole like you know the the pictures you'd see of spiders and then people burning entire houses down and stuff. Like taking a meme like that and switching it into an actual video game is pretty funny. Yeah,
1: I've almost done that
2: too. <laughs> I've, almost
1: burnt, I've almost burnt my parents' house down.
2: See, that's what I'm saying. I mean, <laughs> so you got to be. Go careful. ahead. Go ahead. I was just saying, you uh, got you got to be careful. That fire will get you, man.
1: So green. The underside of their mattress, too. Like, not their mattress, <laughs> the box spring. So, like, I, I was in their room, and I was doing some shit, and I saw a spider, and it was, like, coming down off their bed. So I ran to the bathroom, I grabbed some hairspray, and I had uh, a lighter, and I just... <gasps> right? <laughs> well, like, part of their box spring uh, layer was, like, ripped in some of the, like, insulator cotton stuff was like kind of out and it caught that on fire so like i like freaked out i was like slapping it burnt my hands a little bit and then like pretended it didn't happen after the fire went out because it was just a quick flash fire so i they never noticed until they got rid of that box spring so <laughs> it never happened so, now i need so, to get rid of the witnesses
0: <laughs> um. so i have a quick question for you green because you famously don't like horror games i feel like this might be a, a, a you know maybe playing on some other fears that you have jokes on you i hate spiders too <laughs> so so does that mean
2: you're really gonna like this game or I, that you're really gonna hate it
1: i was watching it it looks actually pretty fun like i, I would probably play it
2: it is. I'll tell you right now the shotgun is trash though. Like you get a shotgun and it is like the, the worst weapon in the game. I hated it. Cuz like one of the one of the Arachno gauntlets is you have to kill uh in, in like 45 seconds. You have to kill a spider using nine or you know 10 different methods. And I was thinking, "Oh, I'll throw the shotgun in there. Surely it'll be an easy one to cycle through, kill one and then keep moving to the next." No. No, that shotgun cost me that Arachno gauntlet so many times. Oh, no. Oh God! Such a trash weapon.
0: <laughs> um. So it is worth the the fifteen dollars you'd think, especially if I, they come out with DLCs.
2: Oh yeah, yeah, I would say so. Just cause, just because it is, it's it's a lot of fun. It was a lot of fun to stream too. You know, just like, mm-hmm. you know, because because you get especially dude, the jumping spiders are terrifying. You'll be sitting there, <laughs> you, like. They're not just chilling in places. You have to go and like open drawers and pick things up and inspect them and whatnot. And there was one down the jumping spider level, which is only the second level. And you, you pick something up, and you turn it over, and it's looking at, and it literally jumps at your face. I was, God, you know, fucking scared the crap out of me.
1: <laughs> Imagine if it was uh, VR.
2: Uh uh-uh. oh. No, absolutely not. Don't do it. Uh uh-uh. uh. I, I actually think that would be really fun in VR. Mm-hmm. No, it would it would not be fun. It would be the opposite of fun. It would be anti fun. <laughs>
0: you know, there's two kinds of people.
2: <laughs> yeah, people that, <laughs> people that like suffering and people who don't. What are you implying about me there? <laughs> you can call me daddy.
0: Um, is there anything else on Kill It With Fire?
2: No, that's that. That's pretty much it. Just that, that it was a. It's it's a fun little romp through. Um. Worth worth the, the price point. Goofy little twist at the end. Um definitely worth the pickup. Excellent.
0: Um moving on, Green, you've gotten your hands on an interesting little uh program that's kind of marketed at gamers.
1: Yeah. So uh let me let me change here. Uh I've downloaded the Opera GX uh let me make that big. There we go big boy big boy Uh. so it's the uh the browser internet browser for geared towards gamers so uh it's a chromium based web browser i haven't really noticed a whole lot of difference like performance wise versus chrome like i hear a lot of people say that like oh it's a big difference for me it wasn't like holy shit i'm seeing huge improvements um the aesthetics are mainly the biggest thing like i i think it looks fantastic i think it looks way better than chrome like it 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 pleases my eyes to look at it mm-hmm. um the integration is really nice like it has like a little sidebar that you can put like twitch on there and other websites discord it has like a huge integration with discord if you you know for some reason do a uh, browser based discord I mean that's not really me, but um, you can customize the colors. What was that?
0: That's me right now because I can't install software on my work PC.
1: Yeah, exactly. So, uh, but yeah, like you can change the colors. I like. Of course, I had to set mine to green. Like stock comes red. Um, not much really to say about it. Like when I looked at the performance, I think it was like a few percent like lower. Um you know usage on my memory than chrome but it's like when does that actually become relevant like it's very negligible in the amount of like actual performance increase i know there's like an option where you can do like a full-on performance boost mode i haven't really like tried to find it it's not really easy to find i'm sure it's in the settings somewhere um but like I haven't done any like performance changing in Chrome either so I kind of wanted to leave it like base versus base mm-hmm. and I honestly it's marginal
0: um, okay
1: the only only issue that I had with it is when I first downloaded it it has like a uh, sound thing so like every click that you make has like a sound and like anytime you type it sounds like a typewriter I fucking hate that like i don't know why it's like an irrational hatred it, just, hate <laughs> it like i want the option to turn that on i don't want to have to find the option to take it off yeah so that was my biggest gripe but it looks pretty okay Mhm. yep and it's green there's a whole bunch of different options like color wise it's magenta blue um like a teal, gold, pink, white. Mm. Um, it, it integrates with a Razor Chroma too, which is pretty cool. Ooh. Yeah. If you if you're a razor person. I know several people who just buy straight razor, but um,
2: I mean I don't know about straight razor. I'm I'm more of like the cartridge refill razor kind of guy, but I only use it on my neck, so there's no Solid. reason for me to really have a straight razor. Solid. So
0: have you gotten a chance to look at the extensions? Are there like a lot of browser extensions or anything like that on There's it? There's
1: a few. Nothing that really like caught my eye. Um, mm-hmm. I mean, because I don't really do any extensions with Chrome either. Like mm-hmm. I, I used to put an ad block on, but I've gotten to the point where I'm just too lazy to do ad blocks and stuff. So um, and especially like with what I um, when I go to websites and go to like uh, like random Twitch channels like I want people to get that ad revenue yeah so like I don't bother with the ad uh, blocks yeah. anymore so um, but I mean it, it does have a lot of neat features like VPN um, a, a ad blocker built-in um, mm. a, a track blocker as well which is interesting um, yeah you can you have a, like an easy option to like import bookmarks and and, uh, you know, um, your uh, cookies and stuff, passwords. Yeah. So, I mean, it's it's very well thought out. Um, you can hmm. do stuff with your wallpapers and stuff. It just right off the off the side menu.
0: Yeah, so
1: interesting. I'll take
0: Yeah, I'll have to look at it because I know I've seen um, Linus Tech Tips do a video on it uh i haven't really looked at it the only web browsers i've really looked at outside of like chrome um was one called brave i I don't even remember all that much about brave i think it was just another chromium based one i don't think it had anything like super uh inspiring about it um so yeah i'll have to check this out because it looks sounds like it has some decent features in it that might make it you know just a cut above chrome
1: yeah and i think I think I'm actually gonna continue using opera um mm-hmm. just just because it's aesthetically pleasing over chrome like i oh. I like that Chrome is like a, like you can do night mode for Chrome um until there was like the windows update and like you couldn't launch Chrome for the longest time unless you like restored it to white um but like opera like comes like standard as like the back background color is like black. And the accent colors can change, so.
0: Right now, I use. No, I'm done. Oh, I actually use a Chrome themes. You can set different themes in Chrome, and I I just use I've always used kind of a darker theme. Some of the darker themes look nicer than the actual night mode of Chrome. Um, So that's what I've always used. Um. Sorry, was there anything else that we needed to talk about on on the opera g x?
1: No, not that I can think of
2: I'm looking through uh, this though and I am really liking what I see. I it, may give this a try myself. It this is, is, is actually
1: really nice like
2: I like the limiters that you can set too mm-hmm. like that's this is a really really neat i'm gonna', it's,
1: I'm gonna I download would say this. it's really it would be really beneficial to people who are, like, a streamer who's on, like, a one PC setup um, mm-hmm. to try to minimize, like, the amount of actual memory, like, RAM usage that you use um, while having, like, your um, chat and Twitch stuff up while also encoding your stream.
0: Yeah. I'm into this. Yeah, it looks really good. I'm going to have to try it out.
2: I'll download it. As I me. said,
0: very
1: aesthetically pleasing. Like, it's, like... Yeah. Not, like, overly futuristic, but, like, it's very sharp and minimal. Um, and then, like, you can customize the colors and, it's, you know, I'm a basic bitch. I got to have green, green everything.
0: <laughs> yeah. No, it looks really good. I'm going to have to try this out. As soon as I have internet, I am downloading this. Um, moving on to our next uh, conversation, then I think after this we'll go to break. Uh, we were going to talk about this. Last week, but I uh, figured this week is uh good a time as any to talk about it. The Tencent and executive order from Trump story. Uh, which, I mean, it's set, so setting the stage here on August 6th, uh, President Trump signed an executive order that gave a wide but otherwise unspecified ban on dealings with Chinese owners of uh, apps, uh, TikTok and WeChat. Uh, He specifically was citing national security concerns related to automatic data collection from both ByteDance, who owns TikTok, and Tencent, who owns WeChat, uh, and how that data may or may not be used by the Chinese Communist Party, uh, in which both of these companies are heavily involved with. Um, I also want to point out quickly that uh, Tencent and user data uh, concerns is a common conversation. um, One we've had on the podcast dating all the way back to when I reviewed Ring of Elysium on the show for the first time, and it was even brought up during Valorant's release with their Vanguard anti-cheat system, which uh, was highly controversial because it always remained on. Uh, So WeChat is owned by Tencent, and it was specifically concerning because... uh, in dealing banning dealings with Tencent would uh significantly affect western gaming market uh for those who uh don't recall they hold Tencent as a company owns 100% of Riot Games which uh owns League of Legends and the aforementioned Valorant um they hold a minority interest about 40% in Epic Games and they hold another minority interest in Activision Blizzard uh these are just a few of the uh interests that they hold in the western gaming market they have investments um, all over the place uh so a lot of people were obviously left super curious and worried as to what was going to happen to their games uh and if they were going to lose access to them uh there's a lot of articles about it a a lot of uh, panic in the streets um people were concerned that they're going to lose or not be able to uh, play their games but we have a little bit of time now between the when the story broke and now obviously. And a lot of that panic has subsided and some clarifying statements have been on the situation have come out. Uh, specifically, the White House told the L.A. Times that their executive order only applies to transactions via WeChat. So WeChat itself actually has a bunch like you not only are they going to ban you using it, but you can also do like payments and stuff through WeChat. A lot like how you can do like I think you can do payments through uh, Facebook. Like you can attach like a, a card to your Facebook account. So kind of like that, how you can do send money via WeChat. Uh, or via uh, Facebook. Um, And the LA said that at this time, no transactions from other affiliates or subsidiaries are going to be prohibited by the government. So Riot Games is safe. Uh, Your transactions to World of Warcraft are going to be okay. Uh, Buying that new skin in Activision Blizzard is going to be okay. You can get your V-Bucks for Epic. It's uh, Fortnite. That's okay. That's not going away.
2: Except through... uh (laughs) (laughs)
0: except through apple right now right but we'll talk about that yeah we'll talk about that um so yeah that's the that's the story um a lot of this to me when i was kind of looking at this harkens back to the huawei bans that we saw last year uh we're still seeing effects of that today um and kind of getting into my own personal feelings and i'll let you guys get into yours here in a second i don't particularly like the excuse of national security in this context uh, because TikTok and WeChat are a means of communication, um, and yeah, TikTok often ridicules Trump. I mean, or TikTok users often really ridicule Trump. And sabotages um,
1: rallies.
0: And sabotages rallies. Yeah. Um. While I don't use these platforms, I don't think other people should be prevented from using them, and I feel like this could be an excuse—a thinly failed excuse at censorship. Uh, from the uh, you know governmental standpoint. Um. In terms of
2: what's that? I said 100% you're right because people consent to these user agreements. Do they read them all the time? Probably not, but they do consent to them and that's your right to do. I mean,
0: yeah, I I mean, other than the fact that, that ByteDance and Tencent have to give data to the uh, CCP. I don't really see too much of a difference in what they're collecting as opposed to like Facebook and Google. I mean, if the government, government. what
2: was that? The difference is the government that it's going to.
0: Yeah. Because the American government is going to, you know, if they want to get personal information, they will either steal it themselves via the NSA. um, Hi, Edward Snowden. And, uh, (laughs) and, uh, you know, or they will subpoena these companies to provide access to that information. Yeah.
1: in other words, if they want it, they're going to fucking get it.
0: Exactly. Uh, and it's the same data that that the Chinese government is going to request. So I see very little difference in it. it um, yeah, I, I really do. I have a hard time seeing it. And I think mostly it's more about censorship than it is uh, national security at this point. Anyways, uh, in terms of gaming, I am worried uh, that this order could be extended uh, to these massive properties and companies. And that uh, irreparable, irreparable damage would occur. Um, I, I, that is a concern that I have. The only reason that the panic did settle down was because the White House said that, no, we're only targeting WeChat. We're not talking, targeting these other properties. I wonder how long that's going to be. Right. Because people are probably... I mean, again, this, anytime Tencent comes out with a new game, or a Tencent property comes out with a new game, there's automatically concerns of the anti-cheat software that's being used. Um, Bring of Elysium, right when that got released and got really popular, you know, for the three months that it was popular. (laughs) Um, (laughs) You know, people were concerned about that. People are concerned about uh, about the Valorant anti-cheat. People were concerned about the Call of Duty Mobile, right? That was a Tencent property. Um, or it was developed by Tencent. You can actually play it on your PC through Tencent uh, through the like, Android emulator that they created. Um, same thing with the PUBG Mobile. Uh, you know, these, are, these are all a lot of properties that are uh, directly you know, influenced by Tencent. And so I do think there's, there, there could be a lot of damage there if they expand that order out. Um,
2: but what do you guys think? Uh, Rev, we'll go to you first. Oh, yeah, no, I I think that I I think this uh, this kind of like retraction on the whole thing of the um, of it not affecting the games, honestly, is just a thinly veiled thing to get the hype to die down to sneak that in later. Uh, uh, Our our entire system has had a tendency to do that because people don't pay near as much attention the second time around. Um, I think that, you know, this is going to be the the semi-political side coming out in me is that honestly it doesn't matter it shouldn't matter if people consent to it because i mean i don't know i didn't consent to the patriot act but here we are i mean i'm having my information i I can be spied on legally for anything but because somebody wants to sell my information to a different government i need to be up in arms about it like what are they going to do give me my identity back better than they found it i mean what are they going to do And so I I think that if people are consenting to it, now I think maybe that they need to put something in there that makes it more, you know, more, you know, in your face that, hey, this is a thing that we do, then maybe maybe do something along those lines, which they won't because that'll turn a lot of people away. But the fact remains if somebody consents to doing something like that, the government shouldn't be able to step in and tell, oh, no, you can't do that.
0: Yeah. And to your point, because I just want to really seal this deal in real quick to your point about what are the chinese going to do about it um hashtag free hong kong and free the uyghurs fuck you ccp you winnie the pooh (laughs) looking (laughs) motherfucker
2: yeah it's i mean and and that's the thing you know i mean i understand that's probably like the biggest aspect of it is that they're using it to spy on their own citizens that are away um so they can i mean i've heard the whole thing about them detaining people that speak out against the CCP once they arrive back home, if they go home. But I I mean, what does that have to do with American citizens not being able to use the app? Like, why is that even you can't use that as an excuse? What it is, is there's there's a big crybaby up in Washington, D.C. that had a a rally in Oklahoma absolutely throttled by K-pop fans and TikTok teenagers, and he's pissed about it. And that's it. That's all there is to it. (laughs) Uh, Green, what are your thoughts? Um, My biggest thing is like Where's the
1: proof? Like, if you were to show us, like, proof that this is an actual national security threat, then I would be more inclined to be, like, maybe it's okay. But until then, until you can't, like, until you can show me solid proof that this is going to cause, like, a economical or physical uh, apocalypse, don't tell me what I fucking can't do on the internet. If I can look at big titty goth girls on Google without the government telling me anything, I should be able to use TikTok. Mm-hmm. Like it, it, it's to me, it feels like it's an excuse. It, like there's like this whole tirade going on with like TikTok and China. Like oh, China's bad. China, China's horrible. <laughs> Can't do it. It's huge. It's a huge <laughs>
2: issue. A huge it's issue. Huge. I can understand
1: how people can use this TikTok. It's China. China. I
0: can't use the TikTok. My hands are too small for the phone. I get a massive phone. It's huge. It's huge. It's, it's, best. Huge. it's <laughs> the hey, best. Bro, the
2: you have a Motorola V188. <laughs>
1: <laughs> so, like, yeah. that's my biggest thing. Is like, don't tell me what I can't do on the internet, unless you can legitimately show me proof that it's a bad thing. Like, it, it like. Uh, it, it goes against every fiber of my being that someone was sitting there like, Oh, well, I think I'm going to ban this in the United States. Like, why is, are they somehow going to get access to nuclear codes and destroy the world? Then don't tell me I can't use it. Fuck off.
0: Yeah. I mean, if it's a, they, they banned it from use on uh government and military uh, cellular devices. Well, I mean, um, they're they not allowed.
1: Sh- probably shouldn't be using cell phones on a, in secret areas, anyways, you know, you know, probably not. So,
0: yeah, yeah. Anything with a camera or a microphone probably shouldn't be allowed within like nuclear launch areas.
1: Yeah, even like just like research facilities and stuff like that. Like, I mean, if you want to keep that stuff quiet, you probably should be making sure your soldiers don't have that shit on them in the first place.
2: Yeah, th- yeah. Well, there's a different, you know, there's a difference in signing up to work essentially for the government as opposed to just being a citizen under the government.
0: Yeah. 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 There is something being, yeah, there's a difference between you're right. Oh, um, I don't know. I saw there was just so, uh, I, I'm glad that it was kind of extended. I don't actually, I'm going to kind of push back against you right here a little bit in terms of like, um, the, if they come around and start banning the games, you're saying like, okay, well, Tencent can't be involved with anything in the United States. Um, I don't think that there, there are too many companies um, who have major investments from Tencent who will make us think about it. Uh, and as we'll talk about later, uh, can you imagine like the kind of commercial that Epic would put out if they <laughs> were told
2: that they couldn't take an investment from Tencent anymore? Like, yeah, oh, yeah. <laughs> that, like, like, the Fortnite commercial. I'm not going to say – I'm not saying at all that they're going to succeed in doing it. I mm-hmm. do feel, however, that they're going to try.
0: Oh, yeah. I just yeah. don't think they're – I just don't think it's going to be a quiet ordeal.
2: Yeah, you're probably – yeah, yeah. I, I don't think that media, like like mainstream media, you know, fake news, I don't think they're going to cover it. I think it'll be made a stink of within the industry. And then yeah. it'll be big enough that it'll be. They wouldn't have to cover it because everybody would see it happening, anyways. Yeah, yeah,
0: um, yeah. It's just a. I don't know. I could. I don't know. <laughs> it's. I, don't know. I. I don't like. Yeah. I really don't know. I'm not an expert in the area. I really don't like where that's going. It feels. It feels different from the Huawei situation, which. I think when we talked about Huawei, it was kind of I was blasé about it in the first place. Um, you like
2: I, I just want you to know that. that you're saying some really fun words right now. Huawei and <laughs> blasé and well,
1: what, is, uh, blase?
2: what
1: was the last time you saw someone with a uh, a Huawei phone in like the last five years?
0: I can't even think. I don't even think when I worked at a. At a Radio Shack that we sold Huawei phones. I think like. The closest was probably like. Kira Sarah. Like, I I don't think. Honestly I don't even think I'd even heard of Huawei. As a cell phone company until. Um, they put out like a really decent phone. That like a tech reviewer. I watch reviewed. But then like. the The next time I heard about them. Was when they were getting banned in the United States.
2: So, I remember uh, there also uh, there was an ad that uh, it was like a promoted tweet that Gal Gadot did for Huawei, and but she, I guess whoever set it up did it through an iPhone, so it was like a promoted tweet for Huawei, but it says you know Twitter on iPhone (laughs) underneath. Oh yeah, (laughs) that was the last I'd even heard of Huawei. That's oh that's fucking
0: hilarious. Uh, Was there anything else that we wanted to talk about on this executive order? We'll we'll keep up on this. If anything changes, you guys will probably hear about it on Twitter first. But we'll try to cover it as soon as we can.
1: Uh, that's all I got. Sounds about
0: right. Don't cool. want to me. You take a quick. <laughs> let let people make business uh, transactions on their own. Well, like I'm all for like you know my
1: personal privacy not being like interfered with, but at the same time, don't tell me what i can't do yeah yeah like, i get really salty about that just makes me want to do it more <laughs> like that's why i downloaded tiktok in the first place like legitimately did you downloaded like, out of spite i did i like i'm like well now i'm gonna get tiktok let's see if it gets banned <laughs> oh boys we're going in hot <laughs> yeah so then i asked Trevor, like where the do's and don'ts of not uh Of a of a TikTok. What 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 are the do's and don'ts? I just I need a little bit of guidance here because I don't
0: know what (laughs) I'm looking at. Yeah. Cool. Uh anything else before we go to break? No. No. All right. I think we can take like a two minute break and come right back.
1: All right. Let me uh let me do this. Yes, we'll be right back.
2: We'll be right back. Stay right there. Don't forget to mute us.
0: All right.
1: I think we're back. Let me switch to the page. There we go. Bam.
0: Excellent. 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 Welcome back, everybody. Thank you for sticking through uh, that break. I just need to get some water. Um, Our next topic here is sort of adjacent to our antitrust discussions from our previous episode and deals with uh, the specifics on how much Apple is entitled to take from purchases made on their platforms. So this story, and Google, actually. uh, So this story broke last Thursday or Friday. It was a big stink on Twitter. So Epic, um, earlier this month, introduced a direct payment option into their Fortnite app for iOS and for uh, Android. Uh, for buying the in game currency of V Bucks, which directly violates the Apple and Google Play Store rules. Um, Apple went and removed Fortnite from the App Store because of this, and which seemed to be what Epic wanted because they promptly filed a lawsuit. Uh, shortly after introducing the new payment system, the uh, Fortnite app uh, on Android, wh- which was also removed, and, um, Epic filed a lawsuit uh, against them as well. So Epic now has a lawsuit against Apple and Google. Um, But a lot of the focus seems to have been on Apple specifically. And I mean, there's more news that we'll talk about today that kind of came out in the last two days um, related to Apple specifically in this case. So Epic has tried to frame Apple and Google's 30% take on in-app purchases as exorbitant, uh, quote exorbitant, And they also pointed to goods and services that are not digital, i.e. real-life goods and services like Uber, DoorDash, and StubHub that are not required to use the in-app purchase mechanisms and say it should apply to all developers. And just real quick, I 100% agree on this. Um, I think, and I actually didn't realize that, but I mean, it makes sense. And I think it really just needs to be uh, something that's fair. Um, it, It just needs to be across the board. Either you take 30% of all purchases made on your platform or you take no cut. Um, So in Epic's lawsuit filing, they described Apple as a monopolistic power and accused it of, quote, unfair and anti-competitive actions and said, quote, Apple has become what it once railed against. The behemoth seeking to control markets, block competition and stifle innovation. They also then released a cringeworthy Fortnite commercial that parodied the 1984 Apple Super Bowl commercial. I cry.
2: <laughs> Digging that shirt there, Rev. Um, I love that commercial. but like, I I thought it was the funniest thing. Like, like, is it cringeworthy? Oh, absolutely. But it was. Oh God, I laughed. I laughed so hard about that. It was amazing. <laughs> yeah. What did you think of that commercial, Green?
1: I thought it was pretty funny. I I, I did the old classic chuckle. yeah, <laughs> yeah. Uh, it wasn't like I didn't. I like
0: cringed. Like,
1: like it, yeah, it wasn't like something that I'd like bust my gut out like.
0: Uh,
2: it's yeah. kind
1: of like but,
0: oh my, I
2: oh, laughed so hard just because, just because of the irony of it all, you know. Because like, like the whole, you know, the whole thing about them being the behemoth they once rallied against. Because that was like the purpose of Apple making that commercial and then they made that statement along with a commercial that fit that narrative perfectly. It was just so funny. Dude. Like, yeah. it, it was even better about it was it was all Fortnite characters and shit. It was just amazing. <laughs> <laughs>
0: um, So we got some choice uh, quotes out of this too. Uh, Tim Sweeney, the CEO of Epic had a few uh, quotes and tweets uh, to start out the whole, whole ordeal. Um, here's one of them. Quote, Today Apple said Epic is seeking a special deal, but that's not true. We're fighting for open platforms and policy changes equally benefiting all developers. and It'll be what a hell of a fight. Uh, another tweet that he put out is at, or uh, is, uh, quote, At the most basic level, we're fighting for freedom of people who bought smartphones to install apps from sources of their choosing, the freedom for creators of apps to distribute them as they choose, and the freedom of both groups to do business directly.
2: Sounds to me like Epic's trying to be libertarian AF.
0: Um, So here's a philosophical question for you. (laughs) <laughs> are they though? Because what they're trying to do is force a company to do something that they want through governmental means.
2: Ah, oh, yeah. Yeah. Now they are, they they are, they're, they're, well, they're, they're trying to open up the free market on, on those things to allow people. Now they're using the tools that they have available to them. If they had the ability to, to go the other route, but that comes down to that antitrust thing again. You know, they, they can't do it that way. Like it's exactly what we were talking about the week before last. Was that you know they they can choose to do stuff like that and hinder anybody that has any kind of different uh, different strategies whenever there should be a fairness there it should be able to open uh, you know be open now I don't agree with them using the government as the tool to do so because technically I mean if you look at it public pressure works you don't have to get the government involved so philosophically speaking yes but by method no gotcha um green your thoughts on
0: that on that uh point of contention there
1: i don't know it just it, it seems it seems uh like a kind of like a uh, it's a weird fight like uh like epic's going for the suit and apple's just like uh, it's, it's, i don't know it's this is the one that i'm just kind of like waiting to see what happens
2: yeah, I, I think it's all. Epic, I, I think Epic's going to fail miserably just because of the sheer amount of money that Apple has on this thing. Um oh, and they're fighting two lawsuits too.
0: I think it's got collects twenty two though.
2: It it's just I mean it. I, I think right now it, they're going to just try to start the suit to basically get the public outcry, is what is what they're going for. Yeah, because that the sheer amount of money that Apple has is ungodly to fight this thing. Yeah.
0: So I have more here we'll, we'll, we'll continue kind of with the timeline. So, uh, starting out this week, after the first round of statements and quotes, Apple has issued, uh, their first retaliatory strike. Uh, and it was not, uh, one through legal means. They terminated Epic's developer account. Um, Apple st- stated that, uh, quote, Apple has stated that they quote, very much want Epic to remain an Apple developer, but they won't make an exception for the company. Uh, Determination of the account would not only affect Epic Games, but other developers who use Unreal Engine to develop their games, hindering the sale of games on Mac OS and iOS users or updates to products on these platforms that already exist. Uh, Apple has appealed to courts uh, to prevent this from happening and made an incredibly interesting point in doing so. And here's a quote uh, I found from that. Uh, just over two weeks ago, Apple's C- so quote here. Uh, just over two weeks ago, Apple CEO Tim Cook was asked during a congressional hearing whether Apple has ever retaliated against or disadvantaged develop- a developer who went public about their frustrations with the App Store. Mr. Cook testified, "We do not retaliate or bully people. It's strongly against our company culture." One, but Apple has done just that when Epic gave users of its app. Fortnite, a choice of how they wanted to make a purchase. Apple retaliated by removing Fortnite from its app store. Then when Epic sued Apple to break its monopoly on app stores and in-app payments, Apple retaliated ferociously. It told Epic that by August 28th, Apple would cut off Epic's access to all development tools necessary to create software for Apple's platforms, including for unreal engine Epic offers to third-party developers which Apple has never claimed violated any Apple policy. No, uh, not content simply to remove Fortnite from, from the app store. Apple is attacking Epic's entire business in unrelated areas. Um, I do want to point one thing here in terms of retaliation. They, he says they retaliated by, um, by removing Fortnite from the, the app store. I mean, it's not, uh, the, that's not necessarily retaliation. If you broke the TOS, you can, you can have a discussion and argument and lawsuit over whether the TOS is just, but you Epic willingly and knowingly broke the TOS. They, in fact, that's a part of their strategy. They baited Google and Apple into doing it into, into removing the app from their stores. Um, That was their strategy. That was their plan. They baited the Google and Apple into doing it. So I can't really say that's really a quote retaliation as much as it is holding their TOS, you know, as their standard. Um, Now this other part here, terminating their developer tools, that is retaliation 100% uh, and below the belt retaliation as well. Mm -hmm. Um, What do you guys think about this point?
2: Yeah, I actually I I do agree with you on that, Um, like on the on the two separate essentially cases on it with the whole thing uh, involving. I mean, yeah, you break TOS, you're going to get your shit pulled. I mean, that's just standard practice. So I I, I'm with you on that one. This one, I 100 percent.
1: This is the best episode of of Days of Our Lives I've ever seen.
2: (laughs) 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 Apps of Our Lives.
1: Yeah, apps of our lives. Yeah, yeah, it's definitely interesting. It's like the back and forth is just like it, it, it's literally like, like, uh, like flex drama, like they're trying to like cloud each other.
0: Yeah, and no, from you, a, no, you from a PR aspect so far, uh, Epic is doing extremely well. I haven't seen that many people really come out in Apple's corner here. I've seen a lot more people come out into Epic's corner and Epic. It's Epic themselves have been doing a really good job of pulling their audience into this conversation. I mean, it was a, the, the parody commercial was Fortnite based. It was targeted at their young audience to Mm. rally their young audience into a, uh, into a fury and flurry, you know, hashtag free Fortnite and stuff. Um, Epic's been doing very well in the PR department on this, in, in this, Little trade war they've got going on. Um, they haven't really. Google hasn't like made as many big waves and a big of a stink as Apple has. A lot of the focus, to me at least, has been on Apple. Um, in terms of the, uh, in terms of of the coverage and such. Um, and I'm kind of curious as to why or what Google's strategy and plan is right now. Um, because I haven't really seen them do that much in terms of PR. Um, But quickly, I do want to kind of have a conversation about the optics, and like a lot of like the conversation I've seen online, and I've seen some some other content creators kind of talk about it this way. Um, these are three multi-million dollar, multi-billion dollar corporations arguing over fifteen to thirty percent of a purchase you made. The amount of money you pay for V Bucks probably will not change. Uh, You should not go into this discussion thinking that you are going to get anything out of it. Prices probably will not go down, but if you are someone who cares about smaller developers, game developers who live more hand to mouth than other companies, companies where that extra 15 to 30% in their pockets could make a whole hell of a lot of difference for them. And Epic isn't one of those companies. Then this is a conversation you really should be paying attention to. Um, Epic, while I'm kind of leaning more into their corner than I am Google or Apple's at this moment, has gone about this in an incredibly tacky way, parodying old Apple commercials and mobilizing their young audience with hashtags and a pointless movement reeks of corporate overlord bullshit. <laughs> I mean it, it, it. I mean it just stinks of it. Um, especially because their audience is not going to single see a single reward this for all the free pr that they're going to be doing um they will still pay their one dollar instead of 30 cents going to apple and 70 cents going to epic that whole one dollar goes to epic if they win um and then in terms of whether and who i who i think is right i don't really know if there's an if there's a real legal claim here for epic in terms of the apple app store it's a walled garden that Apple has developed for both hardware and software. And, you know, a lot of this is going to be down legally to antitrust laws and the antitrust committee determines kind of in the middle of it. Um, but again, I got to recognize what Epic has done strategy wise. They're playing smart. Um, their timing is well-placed and the baiting was a good strategy uh so i mean that's that's kind of my take on the whole situation as a you know as one inch a here um rev yes. what, is your,
2: what is your take yeah no nah, it i i think one as funny as i thought it was you're you're right is just kind of like a tacky approach it's It's almost like p- making a parody out of your own thing, especially with this cartoony is like fortnite's animation is so yeah. it it kind of makes it seem like they're parodying something that they should be taking very seriously so i i definitely have to agree um on that whole thing um i don't know it's just it i i i don't know that anything is really going to change with it i think you're going to see a little bit of a you know an outcry especially from the young thing you know the the young crowd and whatnot but um i I think in the end you're not going to see a whole lot change maybe a compromise somewhere in the middle or i mean who knows i don't know who knows i'm just I'm I'm really really curious to see how this whole thing plays out. It's I don't know. It's 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 a weird one, but I'm intrigued. We we're living in weird times though. <laughs> it's like yeah. it, it doesn't seem like anything that goes on anymore is average, normal or usual. So, I guess it's just par for the course of 2020 that somebody makes a, a fucking Fortnite disc commercial, you know. <laughs> uh yeah, green. What's I mean, your What's your
0: take on the whole enchilada here?
1: I think the biggest thing is like the, the the people that are gonna get pissed off the most are the parents, like their kids gonna cry that they can't play Fortnite on their iPhone, so they're gonna have to go out and buy like a Switch, and like to just to appease their child for to play Fortnite. Uh, I'm just my biggest thing is I want to see what happens. Like, I want to see if this actually changes anything for. You know, apps in general, or if this just fizzles out in a few months, with nothing being resolved or changed or adjusted in any way.
0: Yeah, I'm really curious to how long litigation is going to take. Um, usually, these kind of situations, uh, litigation can take to like to even start like a trial and to start litigating the 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 issue out. Um, can take months. So, you know, Epic has built all this PR with their audience and like whipped up this frenzy and anger and hashtag free Fortnite and all the kids are, you know, screaming it. Um, you know, they're they're charging out on this in the streets with signs in hand. Um, they're fighting with cops trying to get Fortnite out of jail. Um making TikTok
1: videos doing Fortnite dances while saying fuck Trump. Exactly.
0: Exactly. You know, they they just whipped up all this fervor, and what I'm curious to see is, is is that is that hype, is that good PR that they developed going to last long enough for them to make it to the end of this the saga? Um, and then are they going to be able to turn that? Let's just say Epic does win, and they somehow get... Because their end goal is to create a store for the mobile market at I mean, that's a part of their roadmap. I think that was, I think this was kind of their first shot across the bow to try to get that because correct me if I'm wrong, but Android, you, they don't have other stores
2: available, right? You just have the Google play store. Yeah, we just have the Google play store and uh, then you could just download APK third-party apps. And that's, that's all you have. Okay.
0: Yeah. So, similar to, I don't even think you can get APK apps on, on iOS. I don't think. Um, nope. Yeah. So it's totally walled off. Um, but yeah, I think that's the, that's their goal. I mean, they've stated that the, that they want to have a mobile store on both, on both platforms. And so after everything is said and done, once they get everything, you know, that they want out of this lawsuit, are they going to be able to convince their audience to then use, Epic Game Store app, you know, on their mobile devices, and I don't know, I don't know if it's going to work out for them in the long run. Um, what do you guys think on that? I mean, do you think that strategy is going to work for them? No,
2: absolutely not, not in the long
0: run.
1: Yeah, it's probably not going to make any difference.
2: Gotcha. Yeah. Uh, it, um, when it comes ahead. to uh, just real quick on the on the whole you know third party APK thing. Um, uh, kind of on that note, they actually like your phone is default um, to to not allow them to happen. You have to go in and actually allow it. it's like a security measure. And mm-hmm. it is like, let's let's look at it from like a Fortnite perspective. You know, the target audience is younger people who probably don't even know how to do that. Yeah. They're just kind of a little side note on that. Yeah. Uh,
0: so, I mean, that's that's the story as it stands right now. Again, my take on it, I've, I've already kind of given it. I'm highly skeptical. I think a lot of things have been tacky, leaning a little bit more towards Epic than I am Google or Apple, but not by much.
2: That's just because you root for the underdog. <laughs> <laughs> you this, like this, this innate sense of I've got, I've, fuck the big guys. <laughs> well, yes,
0: fuck big guys. Mm. Oh, hey, <laughs> you guys, <two> right <laughs> what are you doing?
1: What did I Kidding. ever do to you?
2: Oh, we took that two separate mm. ways. <laughs> <laughs> um, I
0: eat cuz I'm sad. I'm sad cuz I eat. It's like a vicious cycle. <laughs> um, yeah, so anything else on this on this particular topic?
2: No, I'm really intrigued to see how it ends up playing out by the time it's all said and done though. Yeah, I am see, too. It, it's all theatrics. None of this is going to matter. It's just like, hey, how do we entertain the people <laughs> during this time (laughs) right so uh
0: i think we can go on to our last topic of the night which is some back to school tips some uh tips uh i kind of focus mine on on college students or people who are maybe uh maybe not going to college but are younger and are finally moving out of their parents home uh some some tips that we can provide to you guys uh so you can make an easier time of it um I kind of figured we would split this up into three little topics and one tip from each of us in one of these topics. And uh, I figured we could start with budget meals because a lot of people don't know how to feed themselves and they struggle to do so um, on, on cheap and they go out to eat way too often and they gain a lot of weight uh, after going out to eat and they don't get a lot of nutrition. Um, They also feel like shit because they're going out to eat and their wallet is super thin because It's like $6 to get a burrito when it's actually like $2 to make it.
1: Bro. (laughs) Yeah, just calm down. I just finally had Poncheros for the first time. Leave me alone. These are
0: all very specific to me. (laughs) They are. So budget meals. I have a budget meal that I can share with you guys. Um then we can like kind of just do this round table uh style. So my budget meal is going to sound like really simple and stupid, but a lot of people I've realized don't even know how to do this. Veggie soup. Here's the recipe. One can of peas and carrots, about 50 cents, one carton or 4 cups of vegetable stock about $3. One can of mushrooms, $1. One box of pasta, about $1, depending on what kind you get. You can also substitute that out for rice or quinoa, which uh, a bag of rice uh, is like a dollar. So, and you can use white rice and a lot of things. Um, you can add garlic powder, fresh if you have it. Onion powder, fresh again if you have it. Uh, parsley, salt, and pepper to taste once, done, once you uh, have done cooking. And you just literally throw it. All of that into a pot. Do not salt your soup until it is done cooking, because as you cook the soup, it's going to evaporate and it's going to get saltier as you cook it. And you can't take away salt. Um, you guys will get a lot of meals out of it. I uh, actually I just made this this weekend um, for my lunches for meal prep. It's I do about two cups for lunch. Like I actually just get a measuring cup out and do two cups and, uh, it'll get me four or five meals this week. And it's like super cheap. It's like a dollar per per meal. Especially if you want to stretch it out even more, you can do like just one cup and you can do it for like multiple meals a day. Super cheap. Um, green. Do you have a budget meal you want to share? Uh, does it have to be healthy? Not necessarily.
1: Okay. So, uh, I learned this from a guy who got out of prison. It's called Shoebox (laughs) Noodles. What are you doing, I think you're doing? Shoebox Noodles? Oh, hell yeah. (laughs) They're so fucking good, too. Like, you get, um, like, six packs of ramen noodle, uh, two cans of tuna, uh, a jar of ragu cheese, like the double cheese, and, like, a sleeve of Ritz crackers. Uh, You cook the ramen, uh, put the seasoning off to the side You don't need that You can use that in something else Don't care what you use it in uh, Add the tuna Add the cheese Crush the rich crackers on top You can feed an army with that And it tastes so fucking good It's like a tuna casserole I, I legitimately learned that From a guy who was in prison And used to cook that on lockdowns So It's fucking delicious too It sounds um,
0: god awful Fucking delicious Reminds me of a meme that I saw once from one of my many or one of my few relatives. So I shouldn't say many. One of my few relatives who is a felon, and it's, it said if his ramen noodles has more than two ingredients in it, you know he did time. <laughs>
2: <laughs> um, so good. Rev. Uh, Get your budget meal. The, one of the ones that I used to do when I was in college. That I mean, it's literally just two things and that's it it's a uh, box mac and cheese and a can of chili you you cook up your you know you boil your mac and cheese up and everything open your can of chili throw it in there and one it makes quite a bit because you know you don't have to like proportionately make them just one box to one can and it's quick cheap and actually really delicious especially if you throw both the chili and the cheese in it oh oh it's it i still eat that shit to this day yeah and it's, it's so good. Simple, but delicious. Yeah. Uh,
0: I found, uh, I'm just going to do like this as a bonus, but I was doing a lot of vegetarian chili, uh, for lunches in the last month or so. Um, two cans of black beans for like 50 cents. A one can of chili beans. Actually, I'm sorry. One can of chili, uh, one can of chili beans, one can of black beans, both about 50 cents. Um, two cans, stewed tomatoes. If you have an onion, chop up an onion, Garlic, and peppers, throw it all in with like two cup or two cans of water. Call it good. It'll feed you for like days. Boom. And then you can add beef if you want. Yeah. Soups are really cheap,
2: easy to make, and they're really cheap. I, um, just a pot of beans, dude. Just like a a straight up like if you have like a little a little dorm room crock pot or something. Just a just a a pot of pinto beans. I mean, simple but delicious if you like. Beans. So,
0: I. Just because you mentioned that, I got to call out my mother here. Um, my mom got really into trying like, to make different things. And once she just got like a bunch of lima beans. She's like, well, they're beans. I could try to make baked beans with them. What? Don't do that. <laughs> it was awful. Off that right now.
1: <laughs> I got yelled at for buying chickpeas. McKenna said she needed chickpeas to make vegetarian burgers. Mm-hmm. So I got chickpeas. I didn't know they needed to be canned. I didn't know that they needed to be pre soaked.
0: <laughs> like, I didn't know that shit. I don't eat chickpeas. I was going to ask, did she get mad because you came home with garbanzo beans?
1: No, I got a bag of chickpeas.
0: Oh, <laughs> no. no like raw,
2: hard ass chickpeas. Do you know the difference in chickpeas and garbanzo beans? Absolutely. The not. name. I would uh I would not pay a hundred dollars to have a garbanzo bean on my face. What?
0: <laughs> oh, I get it. Chickpeas. I was waiting for him. I was waiting for him to process. <laughs> He'll
2: figure it out. He'll figure it out. Yes.
0: <laughs> Look, it's eight fifteen on a Tuesday night and I'm still in my office at work (laughs) um okay so uh moving on to life slash school tips my uh my life slash school tip is get a multi-tool or multi-tools um i keep a gerber dime on me at all times it's on my keychain um look i'm not building rockets with it but it's a handy tool that keeps me rolling um you know if i have to like fix little things um open packages uh, you know, get things out of my, you know, get tweezers or whatever else. The only thing I wish it had on it was a like a pokey thing that was small enough to uh, eject a SIM card. That's the only thing it's missing. But I highly rec- recommend getting a multi tool of some sort. Um, it's also a good if like you're like if you have someone who just graduated high school uh, in your life. I highly recommend uh, getting them a multi tool instead of like giving them cash. If you if you're only gonna give them ten dollars. Or something like that, it's also a good stocking stuffer. I think it' it's it's a good it's a good gift uh green life/
1: school tip um, it doesn't cost any money uh, but make time for your hobbies uh, even if it's like five ten minutes a day, um, that mental refresh with uh, you know actually pursuing something even if it's just writing, journaling, uh, drawing, doodling, whatever masturbating yeah yeah five ten minutes if you can get that done in five ten minutes yeah
2: you know, I just don't know, know what I would do with the other three
1: yeah exactly so just make time to to you know rest your mind and you
2: know
1: uh, create something or you know chill
2: yeah That's a good
1: one mental Pod health right. is important
2: mental health yeah. is important. I'm going to I'm going to piggyback off of that. Um I have kind of a double whammy one. Uh take some time to meditate. You know, just do some mindful mm. meditation. Just get in a quiet room, maybe turn on some relaxing sounds or music and just and just sit there and do some mindful meditation and also remember if, if this is for specifically for school age people whether it's college or high school, listen, you're going to be out of there before you know it. If somebody's being a dick and you feel like you're being picked on, those people won't be your friends in a few years. And once you get out into the world, you'll have so many opportunities to make new friends, make real friends and lifelong relationships. Almost all of my best friends I've met in the last five to six years. It, I barely have any of my friends left from high school and college. So just remember you're you're not tied down to the, to the environment that you're in there. Once it's over, then you can start fresh, don't feel like you're stuck in the position you're in cuz i know that sometimes being bullied, being picked on, being the butt of everybody's joke can really weigh heavy on your heart and your mind and just know that once you're out of that high school or that college level, college is better honestly in yeah. a lot of ways. Uh, so this is more geared towards high school or a small college. You're not stuck in that environment. That's not who you're going to be. That's not what you're going to be dealing with once you're done. So just, you know, get your schoolwork done, grind, you know, get through it. Beat somebody's ass if you have to, as long as you don't get caught. Uh, full disclosure, don't do that. It's probably illegal. <laughs> um, but just remember, a lot of your better times are ahead of you after. People try to tell you high school and college are the best four years of your life, depending on which one you're in, because they try to make you feel better about it. But realistically, all of your best years are after. When you're in the real world, making your own decisions, getting to do the things you want to do. So just make it through.
0: Yeah. If I can kind of speak to that, I hated high school absolutely hated high school i only keep in touch with like one maybe two people from high school
2: um
0: i i didn't have a good time in high school i did not i was in a small graduating class i didn't like many people that i was with um college and i really came into my own in college and really found a lot of passions and I discovered a lot of how I think about the world and discovered a lot of philosophies and stuff. And I met a lot of great people in college and the people who I didn't care for, I didn't have to deal with outside of the classes. Um, It was in, you know, class was like an hour, you know, I had like four hours a day that I was in class or something like that. Right. I didn't, I wasn't like stuck with these people eight hours in a, you know, school in what felt like a shoebox. Right. So it is incredibly college is way more freeing than high school in in those regards. Especially if you go to a small school and you hate it.
2: Because another another thing, don't pressure yourself so hard in college. You know, if if you don't know what you want to do yet, get Gen Ed stuff out of the way. Don't don't pressure yourself into essentially cornering yourself into a degree on a career you may not be as passionate about as you think you are. Cause the last thing you want to do is put all that money, get any student loans and whatever, and get a degree in something you'll never use.
0: Yeah. Um, the government for that money they do. Um, all right, let's go to tech tips. I have a tech tip here. Uh, my first one or my, really my only one, my major one. And I learned this, uh, last week is get a UPS. If you have a desktop computer an uninterruptible power supply, It's a backup battery that will keep your computer up long enough to save your work and properly shut down your computer, especially when a Derico hits your state. You'll thank me. (laughs) Um, My the UPS here that uh, I have under my desk here at work saved my ass. Um, I was able to properly shut everything down, save the work that I was doing. Um, It helps you, you know, once you can shut down everything gracefully, you can, you know uh not have to worry about like corrupting hard drives or anything like that. So uh I actually looked around a little bit. Most units fall within like the $40 to $100 price range. The Amazon Basics unit is $45. So pretty cheap, save you a lot of hassle, especially if you're going for if you're doing like any major papers Or projects like on premiere or you have to do cad software because you're an engineering student programming you'll thank me when your hard drive doesn't get corrupted so get the get a ups um audrey tech tip
2: don't watch porn on the same computer all your school works on the last thing (laughs) you want to do hold on this is i this happened to me you use your laptop. You do all your schoolwork on it. You watch the wrong porn video. You get a virus, and you have to wipe the whole thing, and you just lost all your schoolwork. Watch porn elsewhere. Use, use something specifically for schoolwork. Do everything else on something else. And don't go out of your way to spend a shitload of money on what you're using your schoolwork on. Spend all your money on your porn computer. <laughs> and a VPN.
0: Um, I mean, can I kind of piggyback on that and just say maybe uh, – if you're just doing like papers and stuff and PowerPoints, maybe just put that on Google docs.
2: Yeah. Oh God. Yes. Utilize Google docs. It's like, you get all of the, the cool shit you get from like Microsoft, but for free, you know, you don't have to pay a yearly subscription for it. Like you do with Microsoft 365 use Google's entire, like their version of creative suites, use Google sheets, Google docs, Google uh, slides, use these things. They're amazing. Use them.
0: Yeah, you get 15 free gigs. I don't think I ever got close to using that. I had my regular account, like my regular personal email account, and then my school was all set up on a Google email system. Mm -hmm. Uh, So I had another one for school. And in the four years I was at, or really the five years I was at university, um, I got nowhere close to using all that information or all that data.
2: The only time you'll ever get close to using it is if you have to do a whole bunch of like video presentations through Google drive yeah. um, b- because you do get like, I think it's a monthly limit. It's not like a total limit. So, so like if you upload something you don't need it anymore and you delete it, you still have to wait for it to like recycle at the end of the month, which mm-hmm. kind of sucks. But you I mean, if if you're doing something with video production, use Google drive and just pay like, Oh, I think it's like two 99 to get a bunch more extra cloud storage in there.
0: Yeah, well, and you can also use stuff like Dropbox or get like an external hard drive or
2: something. Yeah, external um, hard drive is actually a big one. That's a good one that should have been included in mine. No, yeah, that's what I was
1: going to say. It's an external hard drive.
2: Oh, so, so what about it? you, Green? What do you got? An external
1: hard drive. <laughs> They're relatively cheap now. You can get like a, a, a one terabyte external hard drive for like a dollar or not a dollar, uh, like 50 bucks, something like that. Which is super like dirty cheap for a solid yeah. state.
0: My Toshiba solid state uh, I bought for like 60 bucks and it was a one terabyte solid state.
1: Yeah, I have a, a Toshiba as well. It was a terabyte, I think like 45 bucks. So like save yourself to that, um, you know, eject it properly and then you don't have to worry about like your if you, you know, something happens to your computer, you have a backup safe.
0: Yeah, you can also install programs to that as well. Um to an external hard drive. So if you're using like Photoshop or something like that, you can install Photoshop to an external hard drive and run that on other com- and run it on other computers. So you know if you're you know going to like you have like Photoshop on your laptop. Say you're getting like the the um, Creative Cloud Suite, which as a student you get like a fi- you get like fifteen dollars as a discount. So you only pay fifteen dollars a month for the Creative Cloud Suite. Um, so you can you get two installs. So you can install it to your like laptop or like your main workstation, and then you can install it to your hard drive and run it off your hard drive, um, at like a computer lab or something like that if you'd like to. Um, and then you can also save all like your your PSDs and everything like it's all right there. Um, that's an option with an external hard drive. It's really handy to have one or two external hard drives so you can put all sorts of stuff on it um, and run like different software and whatever else. I know one guy um ran (laughs) he installed world of warcraft on his external hard drive (laughs) (laughs) and when he was just waiting for something waiting for something to finish on one of the school computers he would just (laughs) run (laughs) world of warcraft on the external hard drive uh g g g um I mean, let's just kinda I think we have a little bit more time. Are there any other tips, anything else you guys want to share from, you know, when you're uh, just getting out of your parents' place or
2: going to school or anything like that? My biggest one is, is, is don't put too much pressure on yourself. I, I kind of, that's kind of what like my, one of my points was earlier, but to kind of expound upon that, it's just like you, whenever you're getting ready to leave high school to college, there's, you get pressured into this idea that, you know, you got to go to college. you got to get a degree if you're going to be successful in life. If, if you can't think of what you want to do, one, if you're getting out of high school, getting ready to go to college, and you don't know what you want to do. It's not a horrible idea to take time off. You, you can actually experience a lot of things that will allow you to really figure out what you're passionate about to be able to move on with um, or get your associates first. Then, fi- then take a year off, figure it out, and then go back to finish your bachelor's or, um, or even look into the possibility of a trade school. Trade schools are like the most overlooked thing in the world, in my opinion, when it comes to education. Because people, one, people who are in trade schools, yeah, they do have to put in a little bit more work, uh, you know, physical labor or whatnot, in a lot of ways. But God, they can make bank. You know, so so take some time to really sit back and think. You don't have to have life figured out at 18 years old. I'm gonna I'm gonna pull like a Gary V here. Nobody knows shit when they're 18. Okay. Take take some time. Don't be so damn hard on yourself. Don't put so much pressure on trying to figure out the rest of your life at the age of 18, because there's so much time ahead of you to actually figure that out.
0: Yeah. It kind of related to your trade school comment. I think a lot of people look at the trades as like this lower class, low education, low opportunity thing. And that's not true. I mean, welders make a lot of money, especially
2: if they are even more specialized. Um, well, you no, know, it's the economy. I mean, we have to yeah, have these things. And, and there are people that love doing it. But like you said, they put this like negative stigma on them and it drives kids away from doing it. And that means yeah. way. Yeah. Like being a plumber is not a bad thing. No. Like we
0: need plumbers in this country and it's it's an essential trade. It's a trade that makes a lot of money. It, it, Most of you
2: want your own boss.
0: Yeah, you can start your own company. Yeah. Think about the trades. That's a really good point. And yeah, there's a lot of stigma to the trades. Yeah. As a plumber, you might occasionally get dripped, you know, on with shit, but it's, you know, it's still not a bad job. It's still, and I think it's a job anyone can be proud of.
1: You know what else yeah. we need?
0: And you know, like, what's that? Lineman.
2: Yeah. Oh, wow. <laughs> yeah. Linemen are very important. I have a I have a friend, but from back in high school, that went into high voltage electricity, so like lineman duties and stuff like that. That dude, he makes six figures a year. Uh, um, Oh, especially with the overtime that they're getting in Iowa right now. Oh God, they're working sixteen hour days.
1: Sixteen hour days, and most of them are getting free meals. Mm -hmm. Like people are giving free meals, free drinks, uh, free like stay like hotel stays and stuff like that. I mean, they're doing a fantastic service, like. They're working their asses off to try to get all of this power back into the central Iowa region, but linemen are important.
2: Yeah. Yep. And, and when you look at these like trade ideas uh, of doing this and how we were talking about how you can essentially be your own boss at first, you know, you could be essentially an independent contractor for another company, but then you learn how the business works and you could even springboard that into an entrepreneurial of your own outside of whatever trade you're doing. Like if you discover yep. later on, you're like, man, I'm really into this. Nobody's doing that around here, but I know how to start. I know how to do that. I can make this happen. It's that yeah. stuff. They don't teach you in, in high school and college. They don't teach you how to be an entrepreneur. That shit you learn, you know, like yeah. in the real world. So, um, fuck that stigma that <laughs> in short. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. It's a, it's a, it's
0: a stigma for sure. Uh, Mike Rowe, the guy who used to host sturdy jobs says he talks about that a lot. He has a lot of really good conversations about like the trades in the United States Um, So, I mean, if you are like a young kid who is like trying to figure out what they want to do with their life, check out some of Mike Rose stuff um, when he talks about the trades. It's really good. Um, Any other like back to school tips, anything for um, meals or saving money? Um, I can say uh, if you go to a university that has a gym, use the rec center, go to the gym, a little bit of exercise in try to go at least once a week don't be like me and just put on a shit ton of weight and become a lazy asshole and then at 24 years old realize that you want to get back into shape and now you're struggling to walk upstairs because you're out of breath
2: (laughs) imagine what it's like being 30 and 300 pounds
0: (laughs) so yeah um if you don't if you're not going to a university um get some you know Get some exercise equipment if you can, if you have the space for it. Um, I bought like a $90 folding bike. I use it every day.
2: It's so good. Kettle, kettlebells too. Kettlebells are kettlebells. Pretty good. like every, like a every weight you can, you can work out just about any part of your body with kettlebells. Yeah.
0: Um, Green, any thoughts, any other like little tips that you want to share? Otherwise we can wrap up the show. Green.
1: All right. One second
0: um i'm trying to think of another tip that i can i can share um oh yeah uh visit your parents often Mm -hmm. i lived with my dad throughout uh throughout college um i don't think i would have made it out of college without him (laughs) and without his uh financial support um been paying for like books or anything like that but i was you know he took me on rent free and he fed me and you know still provided electricity and shit like that. So
2: huge shout out to my pops. I think he's still in the chat. Here's another one. i kind of piggybacking off that. If you can't go home and visit your parents often, say you, you attend a university across the country. Don't just text, write home, write a letter, write a letter, you know, and send it home. Cause for your parents, there's something so much more fulfilling about receiving a written letter than there is just a, Hey, how you doing? Text message. There's just something so Gratifying that somebody would take the time to actually handwrite that out, you know, get you a goofy postcard from your college or from whatever town you're in, and send it home, you know, and it, it there there's something that's really awesome in the, in the kind of almost lost art of writing letters in mail. Yeah, them. yeah. Plus, it'll save the post office.
0: <laughs> <laughs> Sorry, emergency arrows. So. We're good now. yeah, uh, it's all good. Um, anything else that you wanted to mention, uh, Mr. Green? Um, don't be afraid to reach out for help. Um, yes, mentally, physically, uh,
1: especially mentally. Like, i as Rev said multiple times, you're gonna feel a lot of pressure. Um, even and sometimes that can go sideways. That can be um something that you feel like you just can't handle anymore. Um, because of all the stigma of like you have to accomplish what you're you're setting yourself out to no matter what. Um, and I've had a lot of people who, uh, unfortunately that takes too much of a toll on them and, uh, you know, they're not here anymore. So don't be afraid to reach out. Um, even if it's just family, friends, um, or, you know, uh, you know, suicide hotline, um, any counseling, like, especially if you're going to college, they have a lot of counseling services. Um, yeah. if someone's, you know, in high school, or college, if there's someone that's just being a complete ass to you and unrelenting and um, not treating you right, don't be afraid to say something. Um, because nothing can be done if you stay quiet. Yeah. Whether that be physical abuse, you know, sexual abuse, harassment, don't be afraid to say something so it can be fixed. And if that yeah. if it's unheard, go higher. Keep. Keep talking about it,
2: because you're worth it.
1: A hundred percent.
0: If you're being bullied, we will show up and beat them up for you.
1: I will beat some ass wholesale. <laughs>
2: I'll break. I will break this fucking ukulele on somebody.
1: I will. I'm, I'm willing to travel. Willing to travel.
2: Just we will the be state, the bully, or not out of state,
1: <laughs> but uh not out of country. Not right out of country. Well, because we're not I allowed to, to leave quarantine. the country, anyways. Yeah, I have to quarantine <laughs> afterwards if I leave. So. I would prefer not to. I would still do it, but I would prefer not to because I don't get paid. You know? like yeah.
0: Yes, we will we'll be the bully hunters for you. Um, let's go on ahead and end the show here. Uh, Mr. Greenlee, what do you got coming up on your channel?
1: I'm going to be playing a lot more Call of Duty. And I'm going to try to get into some more Destiny this week. I haven't really been playing Destiny at all. Um, I'm hoping to get some streams in with you. As soon as your internet gets back up, hopefully soon. <laughs> so, yeah, you can always find me twitch.tv TV forward slash Mr Greenleat. Um, even if you just want to reach out to me and, and chat, um, if you if you're having any issues whatsoever, DM me on Twitter, um, Mr Greenleat on Twitter, Instagram TTV Mr Greenleat, uh, Facebook. I've got a Facebook group, or not group, but page. Um, my Discord, uh, Twitch Whispers. Only fans. You don't have to be a premium to message me.
2: Mm. Right.
0: <laughs> um, Padre, what's coming up on your channel?
2: All right. Over at twitch.tv forward slash rev spin. We're going to be doing, um, this Thursday, we're going to be starting early. We're going to go on at 1 PM central and we're going to be playing, uh, oxen free. It was a game purchased for me by a friend who wanted to see it played. I want to see if I can one shot it. Uh, if I finish Oxen Free early, I'm going to move on and play um play another game that is yet to be announced, but it should be another one that I can one-shot. So maybe I can do two games in one stream. That would be kind of cool. But the one exciting thing I got coming up is a week from this upcoming Thursday. I'm going to do some spin art. Uh for those of you who goof around on TikTok, you may have seen this screen. Um, where people get like a a fast drill and they they essentially anchor a uh a canvas to it using like a board and then they'll put paint on it and they'll just fire that drill up and let the kind of this centrifugal force pull the paint out and make cool designs and stuff. I got like 20 canvases coming in. It's gonna get messy. It's gonna be fun. Um but yeah so you can find me at twitch.tv forward slash revspin. Um you could also find me on literally any social media platform at revspin TV. Um yeah I'm I'm literally I'm everywhere. I'm I'm the dad god with the dad bod. So you can find me literally anywhere.
1: I think the <laughs> funnest thing about those videos, too, is like when the people are like hold it horizontally and they spray themselves with paint.
2: Right. I was I think I may do that for the last one just to make Please. a whole statement. Like <laughs> do it right the whole time and they'll be like, oh, by the way, and just blast yourself. Or hell, maybe I'll do it. Maybe I'll do it like that the whole time. I'll just wear my Danny K shirt, make it tie dye on accident. <laughs> <laughs> do it. Do it. Bye. I will be taking customer requests on colors because I have a sh- my wife's a painter. So I-, I have all the colors I can possibly need. So we'll be doing custom customer requests. I'm going to do gonna some giveaway- maybe. Yeah, I'm going to do giveaways, too. I'm going to like, Sweet. I think I'm going to like do 10 giveaways and then like maybe see if I could just sell the other 10 on eBay or some shit. I'll just buy one from you if it's
1: not like $500.
2: Oh, good. I need yeah, yeah art. Be that. it'll be six.
0: <clears throat> I need some art for um, my office. Yeah, so um <clears throat> excuse me, coming up on my channel. Uh, I don't know. I have no idea when I will have internet. The ISP says by the end of this week, I have no idea if that's true. I could have internet tomorrow. I could have internet when I go home. I could not have internet for two weeks. I have no fucking clue. Um, so keep up with me on, uh, Twitter and Instagram at Danny K D A N I E C A E. Make sure you guys follow this Twitch channel. Shout out to Mr. Greenleaf for running the stream this week. Uh, Much appreciated. You guys can also find me on YouTube. Um, One thing I do want to mention is when I do come back, I do plan on doing some sort of charity stream for one of the awesome organizations that is helping to keep uh, my town running and going and helping shelter people. Um, I haven't decided exactly who will be getting it, who I'll be doing the charity stream for, but I I will be doing a charity stream shortly after I can uh, start running again. Um, Other than that, if you guys miss any part of the show, you can find us on Google Podcasts, Apple Podcasts, Spotify, and everywhere podcasts are found. You can also find us on YouTube. Don't forget to uh, answer this week's question of the week, which is what are some back-to-school tips for kids and adults who are going back to school? Answer that in the comments or tweet at me with an answer, and we will talk about your uh, answer on next week's show. Uh, Make sure you guys follow Rev and Mr. Green Elite on uh, their channels um make sure you guys follow me oh and if you guys want to help support the show the best way to do that is by telling your friends 100 percent, that is the best way to tell uh to to help support the
2: show do you guys
0: have anything else that you want to mention talk about
2: no i'm yeah. gold pony boy all Let's right see-
0: well in- but oh
2: season
1: six of apex is coming soon we'll talk about yes. that next week though
0: we will all right guys until next week bye